I'm James Wrigley. Welcome back to December Dailies, episode three today. Uh, today's a bit of a dive into, into how much do you really need? The whole Instagram culture, side hustle, private jet life, uh, looks like, uh, makes it look like you need multi-millions to have some type of uh, comfortable retirement, but it's anything but. Uh, so we have a bit of a deep dive into uh, just as an employee, working a reasonable job, earning a wage, collecting your super contributions, how much of uh, a reasonably comfortable retirement you can have without having to do much more than that. Um, bit of a chat, the video, I share a screen share, some, some projections and things, so uh, maybe check out the video on LinkedIn or one of the other platforms. Uh, but here's the audio, I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode three of my December dailies. It's the 3rd of December, just uh, gone a few minutes after 12 and I uh, thought I would jump on for today's chat. Uh, tomorrow I've got a guest lined up uh, to join me and have a discussion. So today uh, will just be me. Uh, you can see my son Jack which way over the corner here. Uh, he's, uh, he's home from childcare today. He doesn't go on a Thursday. Uh, and he's in here, um, well, he's in his bedroom, I'm also in his bedroom, um, working, uh, normally working away in here. Uh, he's in obviously in here also watching um, watching Disney Plus. Disney Plus has been a lifesaver. Uh, and got his toolbox there, loves his loves his tool. So if you hear some noise, if he, if he yells out, that's Jack over there in the corner whose bedroom I've been occupying for the last little while. Um, Today's today's topic, something that I wanted to jump into, actually, before I do, uh, kind of live across uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and Twitch today. So mix it up a bit and, and gone onto Facebook as well. See uh, how the views go there. Uh, if you're watching, give us a give us a like or a comment. Say hi. It'd be great to know who's there. I can see a few people uh, joining in on the stream, which is fantastic. Uh, let me know if you're there, got any questions, ideas for topics that you want me to talk about, that would be great. Uh, makes my life a little bit easier if someone prompts me with, with what to talk about. Uh, so today, as I said, um, as I said, today's episode, uh, I wanted to talk about, well, how much do you actually need? Um, Mark, I can see you jumping in there. Hi, Mark. Thanks for joining me again, third day in a row. Thank you very much. Um, so how much do you really need? So if you spend any time on Instagram like I do, and then there's a whole lot of these influencers and, uh, and, and marketers and the like that are uh, Trump, uh, championing this side hustle life and uh, you know entrepreneur life, and, 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 I, and, and it kind of puzzles me how there's so many people uh, calling themselves entrepreneurs when in the past they were just a small business owner. Uh, like 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 many that have gone be, before you. So um, if anyone knows or can can elaborate on the difference between what we used to uh, call a small business owner versus an entrepreneur at the moment, can you jump in the comments and let me know? Hi, Habib. Great to see you joining in as well. Uh, so, yeah, let, let me know. Uh, but certainly Instagram is full of this kind of side hustle, more is more type lifestyle, the fast cars, the, the jets, the overseas holidays, the fancy luggage, all the rest of it. Um, but what do you actually need? And uh, and 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 I guess what I, what I wanted to go through is how easy is it actually for you to get to a base level of assets? Ultimately, for retirement, a lot of the work that I do in financial planning is helping people 
prepare prepare for and transition through to retirement. Now, depending on the age in which I first start working with them, there might be a whole lot of life that they have before them to to live before they do retire. Or the couple that uh, that I just speaking with yesterday, they've been clients for for a couple of years now. But uh, as I said to them, they're actually on the doorstep of retirement and can pull the pin whenever they want. So, how much do you actually need? And uh, and how how easy is it? Uh, just by working to actually get to some kind of base level of, of, of some form of a comfortable retirement without um, taking on too much risk and really, as I like to frame it for a lot of people, really doing nothing other than just working. Uh, you know, the, the beauty of the superannuation system that we all have, uh, that if you're an employee, your, empl your, your boss, your employer, uh, make some regular contributions on your behalf and provided that you keep showing up for work, you remain employed, those super contributions will continue to be made for you and actually get you a long way, probably 75 odd percent of the way there for the vast majority of people without really doing too much extra. Um, so the, the basic rule of thumb uh, that uh, that I tend to use and, and, and I speak about with a few people and Habib, you'll, uh, you'll have heard me uh, say this before, uh, is the rule of 20 times. So you, you want to give some thought to how much might you think you want to spend through retirement? And uh, the younger someone is that you pose that question to them, the less of an idea they actually have. Uh, that most people will have an idea of what life costs them today, kids and mortgages and school fees or what, you know, whatever else is going on in your life. Most people will have an idea of what life costs them today. But if you ask them, now, what, what do you think life might cost you in retirement? No one really knows. And it's really just have a stab in the dark, have a guess at a number at this stage, and then and kind of work back really from there. So the rule of 20 times uh, is to say that you, you have a stab in the dark at whatever this number might be, uh, and, and then multiply that by 20 times. So if it was, you know, keep the math simple, if it was a uh, what if it was fifty thousand dollars a year that you thought you might need in retirement? Now that's a fairly modest uh, retirement. Um, but you know, if you had a million dollars in assets, so your house paid off, million dollars in other assets, whether that's investment properties, shares, super, you know, you name it, add all of that stuff up, uh, you're pretty well on your way. You're going to be pretty well set. If you wanted a hundred thousand, it's two million, and you know, you can do the maths thereafter. So it's the rule of twenty times. Uh, but what I wanted to show you is, um, you know, and I'll share my screen again like I did yesterday, um, just how simple it is that through working, and I've put a typical client scenario into a, like I said, a planning tool that we use, um, uh, that, um, you know, I guess how simple it is that just by working and not having to go down this side hustle life and entrepreneur life and risking it all, and you, know, you don't need to be the next Jeff Bezos. Uh, in the, the likelihood of you being the next Jeff Bezos is that slim. Uh, you actually don't need to. For the vast majority of people, and, and this might might sound like a large number, but you know, one to two, three million dollars worth of net investment assets outside of the family home lead to an incredibly comfortable lifestyle, an incredibly comfortable retirement. The annual overseas holidays, the helping out kids when you need to, the upgrading the car for a few years, all of those kind of things. Uh, and it's actually a whole lot easier than, than, than you might think. So I'm going to share my screen here, um, you know, yeah, before I do, Mark. As, as, yeah, exactly. As you said, you know, the pandemic has shown how many expenses are actually discretionary. Uh, I was kind of a, spoke a little bit about it yesterday, but a presentation that I had tuned into 
uh, they were talking about some study that had been done over the last few months about all these people that have spent money upgrading their houses and painting and uh, you know new furniture and TVs and PlayStations and all of these kind of things. And they were um, surveyed to say, well, where did this money come from? You know, you weren't spending money on these things in the past. Where has it come from? The, the money hasn't just magically appeared. And it's just a reallocation of of of, uh, of the debt discretionary spending uh, that that you're referring to there, Mark. So sharing my screen here, if I bring it up, um, I've had to zoom it in a bit so that you can kind of see some numbers. It's my name and my wife's name. Certainly, it's not our numbers in here, uh, but uh, use, using my own name as 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 the as the demo. Um, so this I've put in here, what did I put in as personal de personal data? I think I put ages at 46 and 43. So it is a couple. It's very very stereotypical. This may not be your situation, but but I've put in a couple here that are 46 and 43. These are very typical of the types of clients that I when, when they first start start to engage my services. A couple of office type workers. That uh, you know that that by by that age they may have some kids they've got a mortgage but often um, if if both members of the couple are working often their household income is in the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year plus range uh, so I've just labelled here you know that someone's earning one hundred and ninety the other person's earning eighty the numbers might be different but as I said typical clients that I that I would work with their household income is in the two hundred and fifty three hundred thousand dollar range. Uh, where both members of the couple are working, obviously, you know, can be can be less where uh, where there's only one member of the couple. Uh, I've put in some some um, uh, some basic starting super balances in here. So I've said the 46 year old. Now chances are, if they're earning $190,000 a year and they're 46 years old, they're probably going to have more than $220,000 in super already. But just for, for argument's sake and, and as a, a stab in the dark, as a starting position, I've just put that in there. Um, the partner, you know, not work, working part-time, you know, possibly to have taken some time off work with kids, earning less. Uh, and so I've said $100,000. So between the two of them, you know, today uh, they've got a touch over $300,000. Um, they're working planning on continue to work through to age 60. So very stereotypical uh, kind of scenario in here. Um, based on those wages... I didn't get that. Oh, that was Siri jumping in. Um, uh, based on their wages, uh, default super contributions, you can see there on the screen. So the higher income earner would be earning, would be getting collecting about $18,000 a year in super contributions, the lower one uh, about $7,600. Um, don't know how that works out as 7,600 when SG is 9.5%, but never mind, we'll go with those numbers. Don't want to play around with it too much. Um, then we can just scroll down a little bit further down here and um, go to a projection is probably the, uh, the next bit to go to. And just show you what happens here. Uh, if I move this over to the side... Scroll it down a little bit so you can see here. Um, I've put in here, and, and we can mess around with the numbers and just just uh, see what goes on here. But what this is showing is that between the ages of 46 and age 60, so the elder person um, retiring at age 60, this couple with doing nothing other than just working, collecting their super contributions. Now this isn't an, isn't uh, in an overly 
inflated uh, earnings rate or anything like that. It's something about 7%. Uh, This couple would would, should uh, very easily go past having more than a million dollars in superannuation. You know, this is projecting out at about 1.3 million. Um, Thereafter, I've got them spending $120,000 a year. So that's probably a a pretty high income based on them only having $1.3 million. Uh, but an exercise I like to go through with with clients when I'm first engaging with them um, is to say, well, look, let's just start to set some baselines here. If we assume that you continued to work right through until some age, in this case, age 60, if all you did was work through until age 60, where is that likely to get you to? We're not adding extra super contributions. We're not buying investment properties. We're not doing any of that type of stuff that people might might do over time. This is ju- just work collect your super contributions, it earns a reasonable return. Where is that likely to get you to and is that enough? Um, so this kind of projects out at, at about $1.3 million. Now there's some other tinkering around with things that we can do uh, and it shows, you know, that that that, um, that money lasting at a rate of $120,000 a year, lasting about 15 years. Um, so it's probably not, not lasting long enough uh, and you know, at, at that level, you probably couldn't afford to be spending uh, $120,000 a year. So there's a couple of trade-offs that need to happen. Either you need to work on getting this number higher by the age 60 or uh, spending less in retirement. But either one of those two, ideally you want this to be, um, if, if at all it's, it's dropping away, you don't want it to be dropping away to zero until probably at least mid to late 80s, which is statistical life expectancy at the moment, but probably goes longer. Um, so we can mess around with some some things in here. Uh, so if we go into uh, super contributions, for example, um, and we just said the higher income earner uh, salary sacrificed up to their maximum amount of super contributions each year right through until age 65, we can see that that number here, uh, it goes up a fraction, doesn't make a huge difference because that higher income earner was already nearly capped out anyway. So increasing super contributions doesn't do a whole lot. Um, but what if instead you know, they they spent a little bit less uh, in retirement here? We can go in here and say instead of spending $120,000 a year, if they spent maybe $90,000 a year. Still a very comfortable retirement. Um, uh, you know, at $90,000 a year, this money runs through until... Uh, until mid until mid mid eighties, um, then we can go in here and say you know do some uh, do some savings. Uh, what have we got here? You know extra super contributions. If you know the the partner, for example, you know they salary sacrificed up to their maximum amount. All of a sudden, you know we're getting up to where are we getting up to here? You know one point seven million dollars. Um, things like buying investment properties, uh, regularly investing into the share market, all of those kind of things. But all I wanted to do here, if I go back to super contributions, put these back to no and no, is to just say as a starting point, and this is this is a, a, often an interesting exercise to go through with, with new clients, is to say, um, as I said before, if you do nothing other than just work through until a particular age, where are you likely to get to? And then we can work on improving that situation over time. I guess that's the whole point of the advice and the value in the advice is actually improving that situation over time. Um, so it, it is a whole lot easier uh, because of the beauty of the superannuation system. And I'll, I'll switch off the share screen now. Uh, remove that one. Um, 
because of the beauty of the uh, the super system and you know the fortunate position that we are here in Australia with our retirement savings scheme that just working and doing nothing else will lead most people to a you know quite a comfortable retirement those that are self-employed and the onus of making super contributions rests with them a little bit more difficult so if you go periods of time not making super contributions you're not going to have the luxury of that fallback of this pot of money at the end of the rainbow so to speak uh, you are you are a little bit more responsible to, for doing that yourself uh, and so you need to, you need to be doing something um, but yeah ho hopefully this uh, this exercise here uh, is, uh, is is of use to some of you there's been a few people watching today which is fantastic thank you all for joining me um, but yeah, this this how much do you need? The the, the rough rule of thumb is, is twenty times. Have a stab at the stab in the dark at what you think you might want to spend. Uh, multiply that number by twenty times. For most people, it's not tens of hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, there goes the toolbox. Um, so you know this Instagram lifestyle of the side hustle and the entrepreneur and all of that kind of thing. If it's for you, great. Um, there's plenty of people that are very successful at that. It's not for everyone and it doesn't need to be. Uh, you can lead a very comfortable life and retirement just being a plain old employee, collecting your super contributions and retiring at some point into the future. Uh, so that's it for me today. Uh, if anyone's got any further questions or anything, jump, you know, drop them in the, uh, uh, in the comments there. But otherwise, I'll wrap this up in a second. Uh, I will be joined uh, tomorrow. I'll, I'll go live tomorrow at 12 o'clock also. Uh, I've got a financial planning colleague of mine that will join, works in another business, but we'll have a bit of a chat. Haven't caught up with him for a while. Normally we go out for a burger when we're in the city. Uh, so I haven't caught up with him for a while. It would be good to catch up. And I thought, you know, why not just uh, just broadcast our chat? There might be some value in there for, for others also. Uh, yeah, so thanks for joining me. Uh, I'll be on again tomorrow at 12 hope you can join me then. Thanks. Bye.